everybody, my name is Alicia. In this lesson, I'm going to talk about simple present tense in English. Let's get started. Okay, I want to begin this lesson by looking at when to use the simple present tense. There are two points I want to focus on. Number one, we use simple present tense to share facts. So facts refers to information that is always true. For example, I speak English. In this sentence, speak is simple present tense. In this example, he works in New York City. This is a fact, just information that is true. Works is a simple present tense verb. In one more example, they don't live in France. Don't live is simple present tense but it's just a negative. They don't live in France. So these are examples of simple facts. We express facts with simple present tense. The second use of simple present tense is to express regular actions. So especially this is for items in a schedule or a timetable. When I say schedule or timetable, I mean, for example, something that happens every day at the same time or every week or every month or every year. So it's something that we understand happens regularly. So, for example, I visit my parents every month. In this sentence, visit is a simple present tense verb. And we know that this is a regular action because we have this expression in the sentence, every month. In the next example, the bus leaves at 3 p.m. Leaves is in simple present tense. This is part of a timetable at 3 p.m. So we can understand this is part of a bus schedule. Finally, he doesn't call me every day. He doesn't call me every day. Here, again, we have a negative expression. He doesn't call is in simple present tense. It's a negative expression. And here we have every day. So this shows an action that does not happen every day. So these are the two ways to use, or the two times to use, simple present tense. Next, I want to talk about how to make simple present tense. First, let's look at how to make statements. Statements. I've broken this into positive and negative statements. First, let's take a look at how to make positive statements. We need to think about the subject of the sentence. When we're making basic statements, there are two ways to approach it. If your subject is I, you, we, or they, we use this pattern. So I, you, we, or they, plus our infinitive verb. So infinitive verb means just the basic form of the verb. There's no change to the verb, like eat or sleep or drink, just the basic verb form. Then we can add extra information. So the most basic type of sentence is just a subject and a verb. But in many cases, we want to add some more information. We do this after the verb. If, however, your subject is he, she, or it, we use first the subject, then the infinitive verb, and then we add an S sound to the verb. So in most cases, we just change this to add simply an S. 
So infinitive verb plus just an S. In some cases, we add ES. And in some cases, we add IES. Here is the rule for understanding which type of S ending to use. We add ES, this ES, for verbs ending in double S, so SS, for verbs ending in O, SH, CH, TCH, X, and Z. So if the infinitive verb ends in one of these, we need to add ES when our subject is he, she, or it in a simple present tense statement. If your subject is I, you, we, or they, there's no change to the verb. So this is kind of a tricky point to keep in mind. This will get easier with practice to remember. Then, about this point, this IES ending. For verbs ending in a consonant, so consonant means the letters other, the letters that are not A, E, I, O, and U, and sometimes Y. But for verbs ending in consonant plus Y, we remove the Y and we add IES. So I'll show you an example of this in just a moment. So this is how we make positive statements with simple present tense. Let's like kind of compare this then to making negative statements, negative statements. When you want to make a negative statement, again, there are two kind of patterns to follow. Again, the subject is very important here. So if your subject is I, you, we, or they, we include don't before the infinitive verb. So yes, you can also use do not, but in everyday speech, we use this reduced don't typically. So do not sounds a little more stiff, a little bit more formal. We typically use don't in everyday speech. So I don't or you don't, we don't, they don't, plus infinitive verb. So again, no change to the verb. And then uh, in some cases, we add some extra information at the end of the sentence. The other pattern is the he, she, or it subject pattern. If the subject is he, she, or it, we use doesn't, doesn't. So doesn't is the reduced form of does not. So he doesn't, she doesn't, it doesn't, plus infinitive verb, no change here. So when we make a positive statement, we need to add an S sound to the end of the infinitive verb. When we're making a negative statement, we do not need to make any changes to the verb. Just a plain infinitive verb is perfect, it's fine. And then we can add our extra information after the verb. So, with this information in mind, let's practice making a few sentences with these examples. So, our first situation, our first example, they something something every day. If I want to use the verb cook, in this expression, what should I do? First, I need to look at the subject of the sentence, they. I'm using they in this pattern. This is a positive, I know, because there's no not here. So, I follow this pattern. My pattern when they is the subject is just infinitive verb plus extra information. So, I know this should be cook. They cook every day. This is the correct sentence. The next example, she something something reports every month. 
my verb here is write. Write. So, I look at my subject. My subject is she. I know from my hint this is a positive sentence, so there's no not here. So, I can go here. So, she is my subject. Infinitive verb plus an S sound. I know that. So, which S ending should I use? My verb here is write. It doesn't end in any of these spellings, and it doesn't end in consonant plus Y, so I know I should use just a simple S ending. She writes reports every month is the correct sentence. She writes reports every month. All right, on to the next example. He, something, something, a car. So here, my clue is not have, not have. So my clue, my hint here, tells me this should be a negative statement. So I'll start my search here in the negative section. I see my sentence, my subject is he. So I know I should use this pattern. He plus doesn't plus infinitive verb. So again, no change to the verb in a negative statement. That means I can use doesn't plus have to make a negative. So the final sentence becomes, he doesn't have a car. He doesn't have a car. All right, one more example. She, something, internationally four times a year. Internationally. So internationally means outside her country or outside uh, the place where she lives. So my verb here is fly. I see that this is probably a positive statement because there's no not here. So fly, and my subject is she, okay. So she plus infinitive verb. Now, which S pattern should I use? My verb is fly, and it follows this pattern. So it's a verb that ends in consonant plus Y. So L is a consonant, consonant plus Y ending. The rule is to remove Y and add IES. So the correct answer is flies. She flies internationally four times a year. So this is how we can find the correct verb form to use depending on the sentence. So your subject is very important here. Okay, with that, let's continue to making questions. This is about how to make statements with simple present tense. Let's practice how to make questions with simple present tense. Again, the subject of our sentence is very important. Let's take a look at these two to begin. These are our yes and no type questions. So when I say yes or no type question, I mean the questions we can answer by saying just yes or no. So to make yes or no questions uh, in simple present tense, we can use this pattern if our subject is I, you, we, or they again. Uh, do I, do you, do we, do they, plus our infinitive verb, plus our extra information. I included here do I. This is kind of a rare pattern, this do I, because usually we don't ask ourselves like yes or no questions. 
But sometimes, if you're the kind of person who talks to yourself sometimes, as many of us are, uh, you might think to yourself a do I question, like do I have a meeting today? Like you think out loud, you're thinking to yourself, you might say it out loud. So this is kind of a rare pattern, do I, but you might use it when you talk to yourself. So when we make uh, a yes or no question, this is the pattern for I, you, we, and they subjects. If, however, your subject is he, she, or it, we use does to begin the question. Does he, does she, does it, plus infinitive verb, plus extra information. So again, notice when you're making a question, you do not need to make a change to the infinitive verb. There's no s here. There's no s sound that's added when you're making a question. We just need to, uh, to change the do or does to match the subject of our question. So let's compare this to a WH question. So when I say WH question, I mean who, what, where, when, why, those questions. So when we're asking these like information questions, we want to get some information more than just yes or no. These are the patterns we use. Again, uh, subject is important here. So we use WH question, like who, what, where, plus do, plus your subject, I, you, we, they, plus our infinitive verb and our extra information. If, however, again, our subject is he, she, or it, we use WH question, who, what, where, does, he, infinitive verb, extra information. So let's practice these two types of question in these examples. Let's begin here. There are two blanks, you'll notice. So, something, you, something, here. Mm. My verb here is work. So, I know that I need to put something in this one space. And there's since there's only one space, I can guess it's probably this pattern. So, this pattern, the information question pattern, requires two words before the subject. So this one, I can guess, follows this pattern. My subject is you, so I know this part should be do, do you. And my verb here is work, so do you work here. My infinitive verb does not take any changes in this pattern. Do you work here? So you might need to use this if you're shopping and you find someone, you have a question. Do you work here? Can I ask you a question? Okay, on to the next one. Something, he, something in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. So my verb is live, live. Again, one space here, my subject is he, so I go to this pattern and I have one word before my he subject. So I understand this is does, does he, my verb is live. In this pattern, there's no change to the infinitive verb. Does he live in your neighborhood? is perfect. Does he live in your neighborhood? Okay, on to the next pair. These two are going to use this WH question pattern. So, what, something, we, something for the party. My verb is need, need. So I've added this to make it a little easier, easier to understand. What, something, we. So here I have we. Where should I look for the pattern that uses we? 
And before we is do. What do we? My infinitive verb takes no change, so what do we need for the party is the correct question. What do we need for the party at native speed? One more, when something, he, something, to the office. So here, my verb is go, go. Again, my subject here is he, so I need to look at this pattern. Before he is does, in between my question word and my subject. So, when does he, my verb go, takes no change in this pattern. When does he go to the office? When does he go to the office at native speed? Okay, I want to end this lesson with a couple of kind of extra examples. I've used these why patterns. So you might know about this kind of advice pattern, which is using a why question to make a gentle suggestion. And this takes kind of an interesting pattern. Uh, we make this in kind of a special way. So it's why something, you something, your computer in this case. My verb is restart, to restart a computer. When we make these advice patterns though, we use a negative here. So we follow the same rule, like this, but in this portion, the do or does portion, we follow this rule right here. We use the same negative words, don't uh, and doesn't. This makes a kind of gentle, soft advice or suggestion pattern. So in this case, you is my subject. We learned over here, uh, when you is the subject, the negative is don't. So we place it here. We'll make the negative don't here. Why don't you, no change to the verb. Why don't you restart your computer? So this is a suggestion. I'm having computer trouble. Oh, no, I don't know what to do. Why don't you restart your computer is something your coworker or your friend might say. Another example of this, why something, she something, her schedule. And my verb is change, change. So she is my subject. In the positive, it's does. We learned here the negative form is doesn't, doesn't. So, why doesn't she, no change, why doesn't she change her schedule? Why doesn't she change her schedule? She seems so busy. So, these are the different ways we can make questions and advice, uh, giving suggestions with simple present tense. So this is an introduction to when to use, how to make, and a couple of extra points about simple present tense. I hope that this lesson was helpful for you. Of course, if you have any questions or comments, or if you want to practice making sentences or questions with simple present tense, please feel free to do so in the comment section of this video. Thanks very much for watching this lesson, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.